0: Snow, lights, and festive holiday music. There's nothing like a Christmas movie.
1: But one theme separates the best holiday films from all the others. Redemption. Hello from elsewhere. I'm Valerie.
0: And I'm Casey. Hi, Valerie. How's it going? Good. I have an all-important question for you. Let's hear it. What non-holiday movie would be improved by adding Santa Claus as a character?
1: That's a good question. Very important question.
0: All important, even.
1: I'm going to go with Infinity Wars, because I feel like as the Avengers are flying around trying to save the world, I just feel like Santa and his reindeer could really be of use there. No. Fighting off some of those uh, space dogs. Okay,
0: I was going to ask if they're still, like, spreading cheer while the Avengers are taking care of the bad stuff. That, but too. But you've already gone right into Santa's no, no. fighting in this I war. No, no, I
1: want Santa and the reindeers... Sh- and little elves in the back of the sleigh shooting candy canes at the space dogs and then i mean santa has some kind of time warp control something he's got
0: one uh, he's got a stone you think yeah pretty, like, <laughs> there we go maybe he's there got was the time, a, another time stone an extra one that no one knew about right so he can santa Claus.
1: not only speed up time maybe he can go back in time yeah. maybe he could slow down time maybe he has a way of helping stop thanos i really think He'd be of use to the Avengers.
0: At this point we know, you know, very little about what's coming in Avengers Endgame. It could include Santa Claus.
1: Absolutely. That's not mm-hmm. at all a ridiculous
0: idea. My answer is actually also a Marvel movie. Interesting. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Mm. Because as we all know, there's a new Christmas movie on Netflix, The Christmas Chronicles, with Kurt Russell. Is that our what recommendation? Other, what other I really recent it. movie has Kurt Russell been in? Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two as the villain Ego. I really want to see Ego versus Santa Claus going head to head. That sounds fantastic. <laughs> and the Guardians could really use him. I don't know if I have anything else to say about that.
1: Santa Claus is very useful in many capacities. I feel like most movies could use a Santa Claus. Put him in Toy Story.
0: Ocean's Eleven.
1: He's definitely already a burglar.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking. He's of already all a
1: pro, at, you know, breaking into houses.
0: Movies with an ensemble cast. Just right. add Santa Claus in there.
1: M- immediately make it better.
0: Lord of the Rings. He yeah. could be in the Fellowship. Fellowship,
1: absolutely. Sound of Music. Could be the uncle to all the children. No, Sound of Music, he could help take out the Nazis. If you haven't seen the Christmas Chronicles movie on Netflix, we really enjoyed it.
0: That's your recommendation? Yeah,
1: I would speak. recommend it. The kids, our kids, like we've mentioned before, are uh, sensitive yeah, to anything slightly scary, or intense. Or anything dramatic. Yes. Yeah. If they can tell that something even, you know, uncomfortable is going to happen, there they get very worried. There was one
0: part where they, the children started to really cry, and that was sad.
1: Yeah, they, like, balled their eyes the, out because they thought something bad was going to happen that didn't actually end up happening. But it was pretty threatening. It was. It was a threatening moment. I'll
0: say the middle of the movie, it gets really weird. Like, I feel mm. like I liked the beginning and the ending, but in I the agree. middle, it just went into weird directions. I didn't love kind of the elves. No, I did not at all. It reminded me of the Is Trolls it? from Frozen, and I hate the Trolls from Frozen. Sorry if you love the Trolls from Frozen. I do not.
1: They were an interesting take on Christmas elves, but overall i liked it i think it's a good christmas movie
0: yeah yeah for sure
1: plus kurt russell as santa claus he did really well He was
0: well. having fun plus that beard That was a great beard you all know it was how real? much i love a good beard and that was a good beard and he has a beard as ego in guardians so do you think so that was beard his natural beard? No, white I
1: beard not. come on kurt russell could grow a beard like that
0: very rarely do i think it's their real beard it should always be the real beard. You're plug. such
1: a beardist. You don't ever believe it's real.
0: Beards are very important to me. Or mustaches, as we've established. I'm making it my goal to mention General Anto Merrick in every episode, just to annoy you. <laughs> <laughs> so here's my plug for General Antoch Merrick. He has a mustache. That's what I recommend.
1: Should he be Santa Claus? Go
0: look up pictures of General Antok Merrick.
1: It's your recommendation. Yep.
0: So we have to apologize. I know in our last episode we at the very end we said that we were going to talk about and watch the Star Wars holiday special. And I even told some people online that we were doing that because you had never seen it before, Valerie. Nope. I'd seen it once. And uh dear listener, we tried. We, we tried did. really hard.
1: We made it about 20 minutes in. So I feel like that was a valid effort. We
0: were recording and everything and there's two things. A the Star Wars Holiday Special really is as bad as people say. It's really bad. I think um, there was a
1: total of five lines of dialogue, like in the first, well, yeah, human dialogue in the first, in the first, 20, first twenty minutes, minutes that yeah. we watched. So that was hard. A lot of Wookie grunts. I mean, I can. I'm a big Chewbacca fan, but all grunts all the time. It's a bit much.
0: And it's one thing to just watch it, but then to try to comment in an interesting way it, it just wasn't good podcasting or interesting and we're like no one wants to listen to this so we we've because scratched we didn't
1: even want to listen no, to no. It.
0: We, we've so scratched we the commentary didn't. idea and uh we have a plan for this episode but it, uh
1: i'm really excited about this episode i
0: am too and i think it'll be better than what we were initially going to do because the holiday special is because it's is based
1: is on something a lot better
0: <laughs> and also there's no star wars in this episode which i'm proud of myself and i'm going to hold that back because i tend to relate everything back to star wars and
1: except you've already mentioned the star wars holiday special i, I know so i'm saying
0: in the main part of the episode there's well basically you've already failed star
1: wars it's failed true you, failed. failed. we you. generally relate you everything you failed. You, back. Failed. You, failed. <laughs> you failed you failed you failed you failed
0: you failed you failed thanks uh
1: manic pixie what is it the phrase
0: manic pixie dream girl yeah manic
1: pixie dream girl
0: thanks elizabeth town yeah we tend to relate everything back to star wars or harry potter or lord of the rings but there are lots of other things we love and so we have to uh branch out and and this is a holiday episode and although i feel star wars is a christmas series that's all i'm going to say because i i'm already breaking my rule (laughs) i'm already or i'm already breaking what i said was i'm not going to bring star wars into it but we're talking about redemption and anyways let's uh let's go into this thing leave Star Wars behind us because there is no new Star Wars this year we're talking about redemption in Christmas movies as we sort of implied in the intro there's lots of different types of Christmas movies but I think the most iconic and the ones that people come back to again and again have redemption as a theme and I think it's not any stretch of the imagination to say that's because of the spirit of Christmas or whatever you want to call it uh, we won't get religious here but um i think it ties back to that idea and
1: absolutely just the idea that people are trying to be better do better serve more around the holidays
0: and also i think christmas movies get a pass they can be a little more on the nose with the the morality or the themes and because they're a we little more it. yeah they're a little more didactic and are intended to tug at your heartstrings and make you want to be a better person. And we forgive that because it, it works.
1: Not to mention the whole basis for the season that we are trying to push on our children all the time is that Santa knows whether you've been good or bad. <laughs> That's the basis. Of That's the, the yeah. basis of the whole season. <laughs> if we're not going religious here. That's what we tell our children all the time. Santa knows if you'll be good if you're good or bad. So the movies definitely reflect
0: that. And then we construct a gravestone with their name on it and say, "If you don't,
1: you have failed." <laughs> and we dress up in a
0: big shroud like a Dementor and show them their future. That's what we do every Christmas. That's our tradition. We What's you yours? yours? <laughs> <laughs> <A bit laughs>
1: terrifying. So when we were thinking of this redemption episode we came up with three types of redemption there are the characters that are redeemed in the eyes of other characters or or redeemed in the eyes of the audience like the characters who just are misunderstood by others around them and then there are the characters who are redeemed from their actual evil choices and our third redemption characteristics are the characters who are given a chance to overcome their bad personalities or bad choices not necessarily evil just they've got some flaws some lack of christmas spirit seems to be the most common
0: and redemption is really a a major theme in in all movies but like i said i think there's something movies literature storytelling in general and I think there's something specific about Christmas and and redemption and and the best ones that, like I said, we keep coming back to. So let's start with the first one: the characters that are redeemed in the eyes of other characters and/or the audience. So the misunderstood characters. For this category, we're going old school. Both of the movies and and all the characters in this section are from black and white movies.
1: Or recolorized. What do what they color? Oh
0: yeah, don't do that. <laughs> don't colorize, please. It's gross.
1: I don't mind it.
0: It looks weird.
1: Well, yeah, a little bit. It flattens but.
0: the whole thing, and I saw a copy of Miracle on Forty Third, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, in the store the other day, and they showed the color on the cover, but then on the back it's like not the color version.
1: Oh, that's misleading.
0: Like, well, I was okay with it because I'd rather watch the black and white, but right. It but is but kind if you of, see uh, a colored, I guess black and white doesn't sell
1: the artist would disagree with you
0: well i like black and white i'm just saying
1: just say i'm just saying that movie did really well
0: and i'm and advertising wise i think people are are reticent to only use black and white and to let go of all color so maybe that's the reason why. but yes we're talking about miracle on 34th street first we can start with that one
1: if you'll remember in miracle on 34th street there's a man named chris kringle who comes to the macy's store and oh is he at gimbals He's, mm, at no, he's at Macy's at Macy's yeah That's right. okay. So he's at the Macy's store and he becomes their their you know mall Santa, their department store Santa. and he claims to be Chris Kringle, but nobody believes him. Even those who think that he's a nice old man think that he's a little off his rocker and it couldn't possibly actually be Santa Claus.
0: And then eventually he gets put sort of on trial um, for sanity and the lawyer that's defending him even i don't know if he really believes that he's santa so much as he sees this as a way to move his career forward in a little little bit and also maybe to endear himself to the little girl and therefore the little girl's mom cuz he likes her like we don't really get his motivations super clearly i feel like
1: i could see that but i don't think he's in I I don't want to say he's
0: like villainous or like super ulterior. He's a nice guy. um, I think he
1: just has altruistic motives. He's become very fond of Kris Kringle. And if Kris Kringle says he's Santa Claus, then that's who he is. Yeah, maybe. I think he's definitely more of a a faith-filled character. He doesn't need redemption.
0: The lawyer guy? Yeah. No. And yeah, I, I didn't really mean to bring him in as saying he needed redemption. Just uh, it's all very interesting and pertinent. But,
1: but yeah, um, by the end of the movie, we won't spoil it if you've never seen it. But you I'm sure
0: you can guess. It's a Christmas movie. It's not going to be like see it. a but bitter But I'm just ending.
1: saying, well, no, not bitter, but the actual way that it comes about that everyone.
0: That Santa gets put in jail.
1: No. <laughs> that everyone believes, comes to believe that he is or proves that he is uh, Santa Claus. So he's redeemed in the eyes of those around him.
0: Yeah, he goes from being misunderstood to completely understood.
1: And even the people who were the, the, the prosecutor on the case. Um, prosecutor? persecute, Prosecutor. <laughs> not a persecutor.
0: <laughs> he is kind of persecutory. I don't know if I said that word right.
1: And so the prosecutor, even the person who's supposed to be proving that he's not Santa Claus, is just happy to let the whole thing be done. And he's like, sure, you can be Santa. Then I won't have to be the villain anymore who's trying to prove <laughs> that nobody is Santa.
0: All right, let's move to maybe a lesser-known Christmas movie, but it's one that you and I watch every year, and it is The Shop Around the Corner, and it is a delightful movie. If you've seen You've Got Mail, it's... uh, This is the original. It's not, yeah, and it's not really like a... You've Got Mail is not really a remake, but it's definitely inspired heavily by it. Definitely. Um, There's some scenes that are lifted pretty closely, but then other things that are very different. Right. Um, And then, of course, in You've Got Mail, her shop is called The Shop Around the Corner. But, uh, to
1: throw back to the yeah. Shop Around the Corner movie.
0: So f- for those that uh, haven't seen it, the Shop Around the Corner is it's set in another country. Hungary? I think it's set in Hungary. I believe so. So everyone has, uh, like, Hungarian names. And, of course, the movie's in English. It's got Jimmy Stewart, very young Jimmy Stewart. And he plays a character named Alfred Kralik. And he has been writing, like, pen pals with this girl. And um, he does. they've never met in person. And then a young woman comes to work in the shop, uh, Clara And, of course, she's the girl that he's been writing to. But they don't know that they've been writing to each other, and um, they sort of butt heads and kind of despise each other.
1: Come to find out that he's not who she thinks he is. So he's definitely, and I think as an audience, we like Kralik. Mm
0: -hmm. But
1: uh, Clara doesn't, and so he becomes redeemed in her eyes.
0: And at the same time, she is also redeemed in his eyes a little bit. I think he dislikes her for a while and of course he finds out who she is before she finds out who he is did i say that right
1: right um, just like you've got mail
0: yeah he discovers it first
1: when he's trying to win her good opinion before mm-hmm. revealing the fact that he is her pen pal
0: pen pals do you ever did you ever have a pen pal
1: the letters you and i wrote that one summer was gone probably the closest thing
0: i think they tried but to f- we
1: already knew each other so right. that's different
0: i think they tried to force us in elementary school to have a pen pal well like not really force us but uh They assigned us pen pals, which I was fine with, but I don't think that person ever wrote to me. I think I wrote them a letter, and it was never reciprocated.
1: I feel like I had a French pen pal in French class, but I think it was the same thing. I wrote a letter in French, but I never got anything back. Of course, they might not have been able to understand my French, so that Mm. could have been problematic. (laughs) But you could
0: have grown up. You could have fallen in love with that person, or you could have met them in person and really not liked them and only liked them in writing. Never know you and I first really started talking and writing though that's so true. what if we had met in person and really didn't like each other good
1: thing it worked out
0: yeah which is surprising because I'm a better writer than I am like one-on-one converser I feel like but
1: maybe that made it easier for me to accept you because I already knew some of your thoughts
0: you well, know, that's versus
1: from from writing all I'm I saying is I didn't that.
0: have to be redeemed <laughs> <laughs> in that sense I'm sure there's other things I need to be redeemed at but all right let's move on to section two the characters that are redeemed by their evil choices
1: let's go with the absolute classic of ebenezer scrooge scrooge from a christmas carol
0: christmas carol in all its forms you and i watched the muppet one the other night which is fantastic wonderful my cocaine
1: (laughs) you said my cocaine yeah
0: that's how you say it (laughs) You've never I've heard never that? I've never heard that. Okay. Well, yeah, that's how you say Michael Caine mm, in his accent. When you're you trying say, to say in his you accent. You say my cocaine. Yeah. Try it. Just try it. You no, know you want to. My cocaine. <laughs> See? <laughs> Perfect. You never knew that you had that in you. I never did.
1: Everybody <laughs> at home is going to be trying it out.
0: Yep. So, yes, Michael Caine is Scrooge in the Muppet version, which, can we just talk about the creepy robot angel, baby, uncanny valley, ghost of Christmas Past.
1: past. Yeah, she's pretty terrifying.
0: I know everyone talks about the ghosts of Christmas future being scary, and we even mentioned it earlier in the episode. But in that movie, the ghosts of Christmas past is the most frightening thing.
1: It's really bad animation.
0: Well, I think it's a muppet that's been like given a glow and a sheen. (laughs) Glowy. Because if you watch her mouth, there's no like. Does
1: it move like a muppet? It just
0: moves up and down like a muppet.
1: I thought that was just because they were poor animators.
0: (laughs) No, I'm pretty sure it's a muppet.
1: It's a muppet that then has been animated.
0: But let's just say... I don't want to even say it hasn't aged well. I, I expect it was terrifying when that From movie the very came beginning.
1: out. Just so sad because everything else in that movie... It's a great movie. Fantastic.
0: But that baby... It's like a red-haired, lie. floating
1: baby child. Yeah,
0: and her voice just...
1: It's so ethereal haunts, and creepy. Haunts me. I can't do it.
0: Like I, th- I feel like if we were being realistic he would have changed right then and there (laughs) he sees the baby and like nope i'm done i'm gonna be a better person this is what i have to look forward i'm sorry in the afterlife no but that movie is kind of scary in spots not just the baby but like other stuff is really scary
1: the whole point he needs that to redeem himself he has to see how terrible he has become and the fact that nobody's going to miss him when he's gone
0: Well, I shouldn't even say that that movie specifically is scary because every iteration of that story has some creepiness to it.
1: Yes, when we've seen the play, there's always the the fog and the the big ghost of Christmas future.
0: I've seen moments from the very old, old movie version, and it's like legitimately scary that I haven't ever revisited it because it freaks me out. (laughs) And just the actor who plays Scrooge, his face just is scary too, so...
1: now I'm gonna have to look him up.
0: Yeah, I let's let me look it up.
1: So Scrooge's character is interesting because I don't know if you could necessarily call him evil. He doesn't go out of his way to harm others or murder anyone or do those things which are truly
0: Right. All we evil. see is that he doesn't give to the poor and right. Isn't he's nice not to a anybody. kind
1: person and he's definitely a, a money hoarder. Um so he definitely doesn't have the spirit of Christmas, right. you would say. But does he ever Which is steal? why he's visited by three spirits.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: He needs the spirit of Christmas. But while he's not a truly terrible person, he definitely is a a miserly old man. And there's so much good that he could be doing. So I think it's interesting that they one of the ways that the three spirits show him that he could improve as they show him how he's viewed by other people. Sadly, a uh, strong motivator for us to learn how other people see us, <laughs> or when we compare ourselves to other people. Um, like when he's being picked on by his nephew as a, what does he call him, an animal that lives in London. And, uh, and then we see that after he dies, that he is not missed by anyone which i think is a big motivator but he also learns to care for others especially tiny tim he sees that if he's not there to help with tiny tim to provide the doctors or care that is needed that tiny tim won't make it another to future christmases and i think that's where his big redemption comes that he not only wants to prove himself uh, improve himself for himself um to save himself for from the chains that marley and marley have but also because he wants to you know help those around him he truly cares about tiny tim and then other people and uh, that are around him
0: all right the version i was thinking of was the 1951 the 1951 film version the actor playing Scrooge is alistair sim and he is just a scary looking man can you do Do you agree?
1: I'd say he looks like a cantankerous old man. I wouldn't say he's scary looking, though.
0: Just those eyes.
1: They're peering into your soul.
0: You get lost, and not like in a good way. Like, I get lost in his eyes. Like, I get lost in his eyes. Like
1: quicksand, like a deep, dark ocean.
0: So, very similar to Scrooge, we have the Grinch, which in a lot of ways is just a more kid friendly version, kind of, of, of Scrooge, I think.
1: Although, I feel like compared to Scrooge, the Grinch is more actively trying to destroy Christmas That's versus true. just ignore it.
0: He's legitimately stealing things from from people. Actually trying to steal Christmas, whereas Scrooge just doesn't want to celebrate Christmas and is angry at people who are celebrating it. But it's a uh, poor excuse The Grinch for
1: picking a man's pocket every exactly. 25th of December.
0: The Grinch takes it another step further cuz he is He
1: steals a the more who beast, evil character. the who hash. The Who Pudding, which I took the kids to story time at the library and the librarian was reading how, you know, how the Grinch stole Christmas. The kids were so worried about the Grinch stealing Christmas that our son got up and walked away to the other side of the room to hang out. And then our daughter was like cowering beneath the edge of the table, just barely peering over
0: Did they miss the end, or did they still no, think Christmas was they, stolen?
1: they came back for the ending. Okay. Our children just tend to avoid any confrontation, sadness, potential of things going wrong in any books or movies. They're very sensitive to that. Yeah. But I thought it was really funny that they were that scared of the Grinch.
0: You know what's interesting to me about Scrooge and the Grinch is the way people use those words. If someone calls you a Scrooge, Or a Grinch, It's not a good thing, but...
1: You absolutely know what they're talking about.
0: Yeah, but at the same time, that's not what those movies are about. Like, if I get called a Grinch, I should be like, thanks, my heart did grow ten sizes. There's a five... (laughs) Three sizes. Three sizes. My heart has grown exponentially. Thank you. Or a Scrooge. Yes, I was visited by a creepy robot angel baby in the night, and I am a better person for it. (laughs) Thank you for noticing. But no, when people use those words... It's just a negative thing. you just going to have thing.
1: dreams of her little hand. Ew, her hand?
0: She's like, touch my hand. No. It's like the Kristen Wiig sketch from Saturday Night Live. Oh, with the baby arms. The creepy arms. baby doll arms. It's that. It's just her I'd rather she was Ghost of Christmas past mm. Kristen Wiig with the baby doll arms. Now, I know you don't like Nightmare Before Christmas. We don't have to talk about the movie. But there's the eternal debate of is it a Christmas movie or a Halloween movie? And I always jokingly say, well, let's just watch it for Thanksgiving and split the difference. But I believe it's a Christmas movie, and it's because of this, because the story is about redemption, and thematically, it is a Christmas story. Thematically, it is not a Halloween movie. Like, it's true. Most Halloween, Halloween movies do
1: not have redemption. No, they're all it's about more revenge. Like fighting and, off a monster. Yeah, or
0: gore. Gorer? Gore, uh, that's not a word. Absolutely. Horror and gore. I just. Settled the debate. It's done. I don't know if I convinced you.
1: I don't think I liked the movie enough to care one way or the oh, other, whether it was Christmas or Halloween.
0: <laughs> That's harsh, but fair. I, just I haven't watched it for a long time. People and will hate
1: me, but Tim Burton is not my man.
0: People won't hate you. There's lots of people okay. that don't care for Tim Burton. There are people who love him, though. He's one that it depends. Like, like 1989's Batman. Love, him love Batman. Or 1989. Hate him. unpopular opinion i didn't like batman returns which a lot of people are like that's the best batman but uh anyways that's why i think nine before Before christmas is a christmas movie not a halloween movie because it's thematically about a character being redeemed for also trying to steal christmas of course he wasn't doing it in a rude way that sort of the grinch was doing it's more innocent
1: goodness to halloween and
0: he's just i think he was just curious and trying to figure it all out so he's not like the grinch necessarily but well, should we move to part three? There are a lot more characters that are given a chance to just overcome, like, their bad personality quirks or just improve themselves. Mostly just
1: a lack of Christmas spirit, I think yeah. you would call it. Yeah. They're their own Grinches and Scrooges. Yeah,
0: and Scrooge really might better fit here. Like, I think the jury's out. There's a fine line between just mean and bad. I don't know, like, how to say he that. He doesn't
1: mistreat his employees to some extent.
0: True. He lets them freeze.
1: But otherwise, I wouldn't say he is... Evil. Let's start with one of my favorite Christmas movies, The Santa Claus. It's a classic. I grew up with it. Nice 90s movie. But Scott Calvin is definitely a character who doesn't have a ton of Christmas spirit. He's kind of putting it on for his son, but he's also not a terribly nice person or maybe just not a super reliable person. I don't know what you'd call him.
0: He's just kind of like wishy-washy. He's a bit flaky and yeah. selfish, I would say, maybe.
1: Right. And not always the kindest. I mean, poor Neil in all his sweaters.
0: He's kind of got a sarcastic streak. Like he's very caustic personality wise.
1: So when he becomes Santa Claus and he has to actually embody the characteristics of Santa, it takes him a long time to adjust, which I like. It's not like an overnight. He's holly and jolly.
0: But should we have put him in the evil thing because he did kill Santa to get to (laughs) that point?
1: I hadn't thought about that. To be fair, I don't think Santa actually died. He just he disappeared waves. like Obi
0: Wan. He, he becomes one disappears. with the Force. Sorry, Star Wars. I think he there's one a the
1: there's a land of retired Santas. They're just like chilling on a beach now. They're like, man, I did my 20 years as Santa. He's I'm naked good. somewhere, exactly, <laughs> on the beach. <laughs> I was just, there's a nudist Santa beach. I was trying beach. to place
0: that quote, and then I realized it's from the movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> no, I'm I'm gonna plug another podcast real quick. Uh, Bacon and Eggs it's a great movie podcast check it out Um, in their last episode they were talking about um, The Grinch but they were also talking about other Christmas stuff well Ethan one of the the hosts had mentioned that he hadn't realized until recently that the Santa Claus was like a play on the word the word clause. and that he just always thought that that Growing up, that that was I spelled, spell and that was me too. I didn't realize that until a couple of years they ago. They say
1: it in the movie.
0: Yeah, but when you're watching as Claus. a when you first watch it as and a kid, like I don't think you pick up on that. Like that's an adult kind of humor thing. I don't think that's something that the kids get. And you watched it more right. growing up than I did. Uh, okay,
1: but yeah, so I probably didn't want realize that the first few times I watched it. But
0: I mean, I by watched the time it I was in middle school, I got up. it. Let us know if you listener ever caught on to that play on word with the word claws, because I did not and Ethan did not but Valerie is smart and pays attention to movies she's watching as she should <laughs>
1: um, but what i love about scott calvin is that he goes from having a lack of christmas spirit to becoming santa claus like the embodiment of all christmas spirit he, it's it's so too extreme kind of he goes from killing someone redemption.
0: to being, bringing joy the most and giving man <laughs> the
1: <to everyone. laughs> most giving man on the planet
0: <laughs> he's just overcompensating for his guilt
1: I just love him as Santa, especially the first time when he's like, Santa's lactose intolerant. <laughs> Do you want the toy? Huh? Shut up and go to sleep. <laughs> My
0: favorite scene is when the toy company's trying to sell the tanks. Yes. And he's getting so upset about that. Absolutely. I love that. That picture of Santa in a tank. I want that, like in our <laughs> holiday decorations that we can put up at Christmas. <laughs>
1: we Santa one. in a tank. Somebody has to recreate it by right. now. I love that so Here much. comes Santa in a panzer. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you've been good this year, kids. I just, I I oscillate between Miracle on 34th Street, an old classic, and the Santa Claus from my childhood. 1992.
0: That's yeah. what the year was. Can you believe that? 92. You were two years old.
1: Man, I'm going to tell everybody how old I am. I was
0: five. <laughs> I don't think I watched it, like, in theaters or anything. Probably saw it a couple years later.
1: Yeah. Those two are my top two Christmas movies. What are your top Christmas my
0: movies? My top two? Oh,
1: Mir- uh, It's Wonderful Life.
0: Yeah, and probably A Christmas Story, but I also really love Elf. Elf is a... I think a new classic, an instant classic, which we can segue right in to talking about Elf. Buddy the Elf doesn't need redemption. His dad does.
1: He's the ultimate Christmas spirit. Walter Hobbs.
0: The whole impetus for Buddy's story is him learning that he needs to go find his dad and his dad is on the naughty list. And so Buddy takes it upon himself to improve his dad in a way. Elf is one of those movies where the main character doesn't really change much. He's like Paddington or Captain America. Where everyone around them is changing and learning things but i not
1: thought about that but it's know. definitely true he keeps his same demeanor throughout. he learns
0: a little bit to uh I think
1: he mellows slightly. yeah
0: live a little more of a human more normal human life as opposed to an elf life he doesn't change in a drastic way like walter hobbs his father does
1: when we first meet walter he takes the books back from the nuns because the orphan but the chil- children love the books because they got behind on their payments also who pays payments on books is this like a giant shipment of books that they got or something
0: i'm yeah, confused it's kind of
1: odd but anyways it gets the point across that he's a mean man
0: which also not really evil i mean no from a practical standpoint he's not wrong yeah, but it they is didn't pay missing the, books. the charitable spirit of christmas for sure
1: mm-hmm. and he doesn't have a lot of time for his son michael and all he seems to care about is work. So he's lacking that Christmas spirit of giving.
0: And he eats spaghetti in his room by himself. What yeah. kind of a jerk does that? Filthy animal. <laughs> yes, so Buddy comes along and adds some Christmas spirit to his life. And, and the movie is ultimately about him, him finally accepting Christmas and no longer just mouthing the words to a Christmas song. A full but
1: participant now. Belting
0: them out, wearing a Santa coat, accepting Buddy as his son and christmas lover that he is and uh, it's a beautiful beautiful story it's, a great I love that movie.
1: it's another one that our children were too nervous to watch yeah we tried it out and it didn't work
0: they'll like watch old movies like sound of music
1: they loved miracle on 34th street or
0: mary poppins but uh then there's other movies like cartoons that you wouldn't think that kids would dislike they're like no i don't want to watch wreck it ralph
1: yeah the l what was it an elf that was bugging them they didn't like
0: anything that's embarrassing yes anytime he would sing will ferrell isn't impromptu singing they're embarrassed by that
1: or when he attacks the mall santa they are both really worried about that it was just
0: that's chaos. that's fair though because they destroy a lego skyscraper it's upsetting <laughs> and if you know our son you know how upsetting that would be and our daughter started to cry of course that was probably because i screamed not the lego and she started to cry because she realized what was happening.
1: It's okay that you made her cry?
0: No, I didn't make her cry. John Favreau made her cry. Will Ferrell made her cry. She wasn't really crying. It was more of a whimpering.
1: So we basically turned it off after that.
0: Yeah, we're like, okay, our kids can't do Elf for whatever reason.
1: I'll try to get another year, I guess. They can
0: do Miracle on 34th Street, but they can't do Elf. They can
1: sit through two and a half hours of Sound of Music, including a 10-minute intermission. <laughs> it's just a blank screen. All right. But a comical Santa versus Elf brawl is They'll no watch good. Buster
0: Keaton in the general and love it. They watch silent movies, but they won't watch Elf. Who are these children? Please the, someone help we've us. We've
1: either raised them very right or very wrong. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's probably a bit of both. <laughs> We'll talk about one more character, maybe the most quintessential Christmas movie, It's a Wonderful Life and George Bailey. The interesting thing about George Bailey is the movie presents it itself as George needs redemption, but the bank thing's not even his fault. It's like his Uncle Billy's fault. What's it's that not, about?
1: That's not why he needs redemption. He needs redemption because he's whining. <laughs> it's not. I don't really love George Bailey. I feel like I like the movie.
0: He's a hero. He saved his brother from the ice. Sure, young George hearing.
1: Bailey. Old George Bailey is I mean, he makes a his kids cry. unhappy man who takes it out on his wife and children.
0: And you're right. He does need redemption from that. And I was just thinking about the money thing. But um, that's sort of what is like the last straw in a way. But he is unhappy. But the movie is about him realizing that he can be happy. Isn't that a beautiful thing?
1: It is, that it's a wonderful life in your daily life, in the in the daily grind of kids and messes and not enough money and hard work and
0: But you just don't like George Bailey. It can be and you don't want to beautiful in
1: the midst of that.
0: You wouldn't want to meet him in real life.
1: I have nothing against George Bailey. I just think that he does need to be redeemed, that he could choose to be happier in his existence. Versus thinking about what ifs and if I had money and had I gone on this trip and et cetera, et cetera. What's I what's think Mary's a saint in that movie.
0: Oh, yeah. And like I like that they put glasses on her when she's supposed to be like... Spinster. Spinster. Like, librarian. oh, no, glasses.
1: ah. <laughs> It's the ex- exact opposite of every other movie where they take the glasses off. She's
0: all that that type of movie. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I like glasses. So.
1: I wish I needed glasses. Maybe someday when I get old. I always wish that when and I, then I get it old, happened. like Mary Bailey, then I think <laughs> put on my glasses. And you'll
0: probably become a librarian because that's your dream. That so. is my dream. Is she though. your dream person, I'll Mary be like Bailey? Mary
1: in the librarian.
0: Mary in the librarian. What's well, with Jimmy Stewart needing redemption in Christmas movies? This is the second one we've talked about. Good I love question. Jimmy Stewart. He's he's a great actor.
1: I don't know if any of you guys are big, you know, HGTV fans out there. Fixer Upper, mm-hmm. that style of show. But there's a, I think it's third season is coming out in January and it's called Hometown. And it's kind of a Fixer Upper style. You know, there's a husband and wife. Her name is Erin Napier. Anyways, I follow her on Instagram and she proposed, a. she and her husband Ben, they proposed a a remake of it's a wonderful life
0: oh yeah you and told i me about was this. telling right. you
1: about this because they had picked out the best cast like they had john krasinski as um george, george, george bailey. bailey genius yeah and then they had his wife emily blunt as mary also genius which would be fantastic mm. Those characters just fit. Anyways, I think she... I wonder if it's still on her Instagram stories. It's been a while. Maybe they saved it. Maybe they saved it. She was talking about how they needed to get it to be made a movie. Because they had a whole cast picked out that was just wonderful.
0: You know, I don't generally love or hate want the idea of remake. remakes. It just depends on what it is. Mm-hmm. And probably most remakes I don't want. But I think It's a Wonderful Life is could be good territory for it. Especially because as much as I love that movie, um, even in all its sappiness... It's a very long movie. I think it could be uh, shortened because it's
1: true. It's to, a get, slow to get
0: to the redemption stuff at the end, you have to get through a lot of learning about George's life. And I think some of it could be uh, told in a shorter, shorter fashion. Still love the movie.
1: Let's see if we can think of any Christmas movies that don't have a redemption story.
0: Um, does Christmas Vacation have a redemption story? Yes. I've actually never seen it. It's a blind spot in my viewing so it does have redemption in it it does
1: i would say the dad is sort of redeemed and his boss is kind of redeemed i would say that a christmas story i don't think it has any redemption to it i mean it's mostly just about a boy who wants he
0: does have to put soap in his mouth for swearing redemption that's just part of being a boy gremlins is always on the list of christmas movies i don't think there's redemption in that there are some like christmas horror movies i doubt those have redemption die hard die hard
1: not that i've ever seen it but i hear it's supposedly a christmas movie
0: krampus um polar express i don't know there's a lot of redemption in the polar express
1: no i wouldn't say there's redemption story in that one
0: home alone i don't think there's much redemption in home alone no the criminals don't
1: magically have a change of heart and side with there the is a misunderstood kid.
0: character the salt creepy salt shaker man shovel that's or true. whatever that guy he's misunderstood yes. but that's kind of a small side small roll. part
1: jack frost Do you remember jack frost
0: i do remember jack frost i watched it once with you
1: i remember watching it several times as a kid
0: he's not a great dad right and he becomes better
1: exactly he has a little more time for his son as a snowman than he did as a father it's an interesting movie i didn't mind it
0: What I like about Christmas movies is there's often an element of magic, but it's not always explained. Like it's very much magical realism.
1: Yes. It's Christmas. You just expect things to be magical.
0: Right. And sometimes they get more spiritual than others. Like It's a Wonderful Life has angels and stuff in it. Well, on that note, please share with us your favorite Christmas movies, if you can think of any more redemption stories within them.
1: We hope you all have a wonderful holiday season, whatever you're celebrating or not celebrating.
0: Yes, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, and all of the above. Happy New Year. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at elsewhere or head to our website, hellofromelsewhere.media. We'd love to hear from you.
1: Join us next time where we discuss the literal and figurative homes of some of our favorite fictional characters.